the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here she is, <laughs> Andrea <laughs> Woo! It's Friday night. Woo! It's Friday night. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. If you're watching on Facebook Live right now, I'm cracking up laughing because oh my. my programming director, Kevin, is like teasing and acting like he, he's getting electrocuted from the coffee I spilled on all the equipment in here. And the message said, and... Who said we don't allow... What? What are you saying over there, Skins? And the message said, yeah. and... Message. Yeah, you know what? I, I, who says that we can't have coffee in the studio? You know who I am. I'm coffee and do- donuts and dynamite and coffee, man. Get with the program. We need to have coffee, coffee-proof equipment in here in the AK show. Hey, Me- does anyone want carrot sticks? Get them out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're not, if you're looking at somebody's back on the Facebook Live on the the Answer San Diego, that's Kevin right there doing some cleanup, doing some because there's spillage here. Look, I did enough of that putting myself through school. I'll let somebody else handle that now. All right, can we get to some serious business here, Kevin? Can we move on from this? All right, before I get into today's rulings on SCOTUS, glad to have you guys here with me tonight. 888-344-1170, you know, at the end of the show. Fridays, we have uh, Bob Walters here with his education segments. And then later on, we got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. I just may nominate you, my friend, Kevin, for Hero of the Week. Because you're working that paper towel off a of hard there, and I and I'm and I'm digging what you're putting down there. So give us a buzz eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. He's picking up what I threw down, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much. Okay, um, you know who else I appreciate? Before I get into the topics of the day, DJ Potato Skins. I have my veto pen drawn and ready, and I have only one thing to say. Go ahead. DJ Potato Skins. Sorry about that. I thought you were actually going to name somebody important, so I wasn't uh-huh. a little bit asleep at the trigger there. No, you were hiding out so that you wouldn't be expected to come in here and clean up my spillage. That's Don't what was tell the secret. Right. Okay, so um, got to get into it. So let me start. I was actually going to start with the, some SCOTUS rulings today, which are actually very interesting because it led into Gavin Newsom putting out the welcome sign. Newsom is not just putting out the welcome sign for pri- uh, abortion seekers to come to California. He's actually giving y'all some offerings, right? Kind of like what a, what a governor might do if he was trying to get somebody to bring a business to California. Oh, the business that he's getting us in is the abortion business. Okay, stay tuned for that story. You're going to love this one, Skins, because it's just going to make your head explode. Um, but before we get into that, even SCOTUS, breaking news tonight, Skins, 79%. This is according to the CDC. 79% of all Omicron cases in the U.S. Guess who that group was? I'm going to guess the vaccinated. Yes. Now, we know that according to Fauci, that the definition of being fully vaccinated is going to change with the wind, depending on variants and in, in his moods, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, put that finger up there. Um, but in, in this case, it's the current uh, being fully vaccinated. It's people who have had at least uh, two shots, I believe, but non-booster. No deaths so far from this, but yet we've got we've got still have continued crazy going on, uh, which takes us right into the Supreme Court because John Roberts refused to hear uh, uh, lawsuits that were brought seeking an emergency block 
of the air travel mask mandates. Do they ever make decisions on the important stuff, Andrea? Well, no, well, no. I mean, and in this case, they didn't even they're not even allowing the case to come forward, which just shows how little this is just once again, the Supreme Court, whether we've got this over the air travel mask mandates, we had students from Indiana, we had healthcare workers in New York across this country, case after case after case, the Supreme Court has even refused to to even do an emergency stay in order to wait and, and have the cases come up, let alone actually bring it before the court and actually hear arguments. And that's why when people say, oh, don't worry about it. You know, I know that these, these Biden mandates are on temporary stay. They're going to go to the Supreme Court. And I'm supposed to be confident about that? Oh, I don't think so. Right. Right. And I'm not even feeling better about the Supreme Court that today they ruled. Uh, they had two rulings came out today, two or two aspects of the ruling involving the Texas abortion abortion law, which was kind of funky. It, it ends it ends abortion at, at six weeks, but then there's an element of lawsuits where you can uh, who you can sue, and it's the first time that a state has allowed private citizens to sue. Um, not just abortion providers, but those connected to abortions, like an Uber driver who takes somebody there. So it did go to the Supreme Court. Um, the first thing was whether or not this case should be, should, this, this lawsuit against Texas for this law should be allowed to go forward. Eight to one, only Justice Thomas said, no, this lawsuit that, that we're hearing today should not be allowed to go forward. Um, so what ended up happening was in a 5-4 ruling, the uh, this lawsuit that made its way up has now been referred back down for allow to allow the suit uh, 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 to continue against the state, but they allowed the Texas abortion law to remain in effect. And I know that can be a little confusing. Um, what happens from here is um, that. It, <sighs> They, and, and and Justice Thomas, so people today are going, oh, the conservative court just, you know, is, is just put more nail in the coffin or more. This just shows that the these these conservative leaning Supreme Court is going to reverse Roe v. Wade. It actually was really squishy legal crap. Right. Because Justice Thomas was the only one that said this is Texas. Texas has the right to pass this law and done. It, we don't need to continue to relitigate this. So really all that they did today was was allow the, the law to stay in effect in Texas while it now goes back down uh, to the lower courts. This, it, it, and it will probably end up back at SCOTUS because the same judge that, you know, allowed the Texas law to remain in effect will hear it again. And then it'll go to another appeals court, the same court that allowed the Texas case, the, the Texas law to remain in effect. It's a lot of rigmarole. Right, yeah, I mean, it's nonsense. This is about states' rights. And that was a key element of Roe v. Wade to begin with. It was about de- denial of states' rights in addition to manufacturing what they wanted to see in the Constitution in order. That was the really so much of the beginning, if not the beginning, if not the crux of the cultural Marxist movement in this country to destroy a Judeo-Christian principles and values. It really led to a, a, a wide-reaching, the tentacles of that in terms of destru- destruction of our culture can't be overstated. And then look at where we're at now in California um, after this... Um, this Texas case, as well as SCOTUS ruling today, California plans, and this is a Newsom's uh, idea. He started this group, and there's this group called the California Future of Abortion Council. Oh, that, you know, you think future. My future's so bright. You know, I got to wear shades, right? Yeah. What's the bright, shining future of abortion, right? I mean, at least Bill Clinton 
was like abortion should be legal, but it should be rare, right? There, this is all about, you know, uh, now we got California offering incentives that if Texas or any other state decides to ban abortions at six weeks or in any other element, we, we got to become a sanctuary state in California. We, he banded together 40 abortion providers and advocacy groups, and they came out with a list of 45 recommendations for the state going forward. We already, California already pays for abortions for low-income people, which if, if you didn't know that already, which is already disgusting because no taxpayer should have to pay for somebody else's choice to kill their child in the womb. Shouldn't happen. Shouldn't happen at all. So um, we're, we've already gone down the road of taxpayers' money and, and not even just in the roundabout way of our money that continues even after Trump took office to go to Planned Parenthood. We never defunded Planned Parenthood as the Republican Party, which 500, what, $500 million, even after the Project Veritas or David Delighton uh, videos showing that they were shredding babies for parts and selling them like, you know, cars. But get this. Um, what they're going to what part of the recommendations skins is that, um, quote, public spending, i.e. taxpayer money is going to patients who want to come here. And it's not just going to cover the cost of their abortion skins, but no, it's going to cover travel expenses like gas, lodging, transportation to the abortion facility and even child care. This is like this is like abortion tourism. That's what this is. Makes it glamorous. Well, it's abortion tourism. I got a friend who moved to Mexico. She does medical tourism down there for like Canadian patients that have the the government health care up there. But then they got to wait a year before they can get a hip transplant. So those with means in Canada, they go to Mexico, right? Or go other places to get the hip replacement or the knee replacement. It's called medical tourism. Except in that case, the patients pay for it themselves. Right? No, your taxpayer dollars are going to be a, a, a part now used to not just for the abortion itself, but for out-of-state people to come here in some abortion tourism racket. But it gets even worse, Skins. It doesn't even just end there. Part of the plan, too, is since this is likely to overwhelm our abortion system, we don't want that to happen. Oh, right? Of course not. No, we got to make sure we're amped up and ready for that. So we've got to make sure that, that um, we've got um, money that's going to be used by taxpayers um, to increase their workforce, um, to, quote, prepare for more patients by giving scholarships to medical students who pledge to offer abortion services in rural areas and help them pay off their student loans and assist with their monthly liability insurance premiums. Scholarships for murder. Lovely. Yeah. So we're going to give away, and I used to help train medical students at UCSD Medical Center. I did that for 10 years, by the way. That's that's a really expensive program to go through, and now you're going to pay for it as taxpayers. If one of these one of these people going through it, and and who wouldn't do it? By the way, oh, you're going to pay for my student loans. I don't have to pay three hundred thousand dollars for my medical. For my, I don't have to pay for my monthly insurance premiums, which which I have friends that are doctors. That's one of the most expensive things they have is their liability insurance, right? All paid for by taxpayers. The abortion mill in California is about to be done. Just another reason why, if you're a concern, we, you know, uh, there are people today with what's happened in New York City, with New York City Council today voted for not, non-citizens to vote. I saw that, yeah. It's like, as conservatives, we got to be thinking, we're not winning here. We're, we're, we think we're staying in these, these crazy states here thinking that we're having some effect, but I got to wonder if we really are. When we're going this far in the, the golden state, far from golden, and states like New York, you wonder if we even have a chance to remotely get it back in some minuscule way. 
I mean, to think that it's bad enough that they're using taxpayer dollars for abortion. But now I got to pay for somebody to you fly here, drive here, stay at a hotel, be uh, be given a what a stretch limo to go to the abortion clinic. I got to pay for whatever kid they want to bring here. And, they already Andrew, got as kids. As a California resident, that's the horrible part. You don't have a choice. You're yeah. paying the tax. Right. Abortion tourism in California. Are they going to have the Chamber of Commerce? When I was in when I was in Baton Rouge and it was the winter time and I was just desperate to go to Florida, you know, Destin or whatever. Florida used to have these ads that I remember to this day that just, I mean, just killed me. I wanted to go to the, the beach so bad. When you need it bad, we've got it good. When you need it bad, come to Florida because we've got it good here. I remember it all these years later from from because it used to just sing to me, man, made me want to go there so bad. Is that what California's going to do? When you want it bad, you want that abortion bad, come to Cali, because we got it good here, baby. We're going to put you up in a five-star. We're going to send you off to that clinic in an Uber, maybe give you some champers on the way there. Man, we got abortions going to be doing it good here. Yeah. You know, California crazy has just been taking up a whole nother level. Absolutely disgusting. All right, stay tuned. We're going to take a little break. It's got to get worse, because we got we got Bob Walters coming. Although he's lately had some good news for us. In the education segment. So we'll see what Bob's got for us tonight. Stay tuned. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K. Show. Connect with the show at OurFreeNation.org. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K. on The Answer San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrapping up this week on Friday night. My favorite day of the week. Not just because I'm rolling into the weekend. Because my buddy Bob Walters, who was the first... To, to start making people aware of the insanity going on in our schools and how they were using and corrupting young minds to change the future of America. And we're actually starting to see some successes there. So although last week, I think we did we talk to Bob about flipping it and starting with the bad news first and ending on the good. I'm not sure how we decided on that. But anyway, I'm going to bring him in now. Hello, my dear Bob Walters. Well, I can start with the bad if you'd like. <laughs> well, it's up to you, man. This is this is your time. You want to you want to end us on good tonight, or you want to start us off on something sweet? <laughs> All right, we'll end good. We'll do a reverse. That's All right, good. let's try that out. Okie doke. Um, first of all, the Supreme Court will hear arguments about whether parents may use state education money for sectarian schools in Maine. Okay. And it's, if they rule against that, it could be a bad effect with a lot of the states. But it would affect our our initiative effort that we've got here in California because that's a constitutional change. But anyway, yeah, uh, and and uh, and I I'm not that I'm not I wish I was more confident in the Supreme Court. I mean, a lot of people are saying that they what they did today with the Texas abortion laws is you know conservative and it's a good sign. But I, I don't know. I'm not that confident when it comes to it, trusting them on this. So we're gonna we're gonna pray over that because we need school choice. Yeah, we do. All right, moving on. California State Fullerton uh, has started a program called Project Miss, which is an interesting name, which is designed to help girls excel in math above the present level. Designed by Professor David Pagney to increase the number of females choosing careers in natural science, engineering, and math. He also believes that teaching math without emphasis on correct answers is a sterile set of rules that leads nowhere in the future for any student getting out of college. So, but it's, they, they're doing a special program to help women get more effectively into the STEM program of, uh, 
Well, I think that sounds like good news. Actually, it is. I, I had it under other college crazies, but... Well, you know what? We're, we, we're, we can feel free to mix it up. We can we can mix the good in with the bad. I don't care. Um, you know, to hear that we actually have a teacher left out there that is thinking, you know what? Focusing on the right answers is a good thing. I mean, you know, it, it, we shouldn't be shocked that we've got a teacher left that wants kids to actually learn math and learn it the right way with the proper answers. Um, but I, I think it's great news. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. And then a lecture series at Dale uh, Duke University focused on racial framework to food issues, claiming that elements such as food charity and farmer's markets are part of the white supremacist food culture in this country. you got to be kidding. What? <laughs> that f- farmer's <laughs> markets are somehow racist now? I don't understand. Well, the farmer markets are mainly run you know, by white farmers who come in to sell their goods. Therefore, I guess it's racist. I don't know. And the farmer's market I go to in La Jolla is has a lot of Hispanics and, and farmers and, you know, that and people that are out working the fields that are there. I don't know where they're getting this. I know. It's just part of the charade that's going on. Well, it's it's a part of where hmm, where could where, where what hasn't been called racist yet? Oh, what can we what can we do, what look at today? I don't know. I got this spray cleaner bottle in here that's white. I mean, we, you know, we can't have that. We need it. We need a neutral color of a bottle. I mean, this is insanity, Bob. It is. It's gone way off to the side. Something bad. It's really injuring our kids, too, as they grow up. Uh, Anyway, the University of Oregon students in their government push for the institution of critical race theory as a graduation requirement for that university. Nice. Meantime, the University Senate, composed mainly of teachers, passed a resolution October 27th criticizing states for passing anti CRT bills. So that's not good news. No, it's right. not. And, you know, I thought back in the day when I was going into, in, into college that there, there, the, the requirements were specific to the degree that you were seeking. Right. Um, yeah. You know, we didn't have these generalized except maybe, maybe English, you know, or math. But then even that was very specific to whatever degree you were having. You know, it's, right. you know, to be forced to take some generalized ideological crap is 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 financial abuse of people. But then, of course, they want the uh, Americans to pay these pay for these uh, these student loans, these two hundred fifty thousand dollars these people are getting. Um, so, um, you know, I guess if you're a kid and you're not going to have to pay for it, you don't care. It just shows how these college students are already so indoctrinated. It's going to be a tough battle turning them around in the future, assuming we get back to control of the country. Right. Uh, Anyway, an associate professor at University of Florida has revealed that the administration is barring faculty from using the words critical and race together in the same sentence or conversation. Because they try to hide what they're teaching? Yes, yes. (laughs) It is. It's like, are you kidding me? (sighs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Then you got uh, Elizabethtown College in Pennsylvania is under scrutiny for barring an anti-CRT speaker while racially segregating a number of events on their campus in the past two weeks. Wow. What are these these events that they've segregated? Uh, one yeah. is it was something about uh, college admission requirements. Another is uh, something to do with social studies. I didn't get the full detail on all of it. But they're racially segregated. It's like the housing. The housing at that uh, Elizabethtown, it's not the only college doing that. The housing is segregated between white and Latino and, and uh, black. 
this is one reason why I hate when I hear these lefties referred to as progressives. There's nothing progressive about anything going on with this communist Democrat Party. This oh. is this is, you know, pre-civil rights, you know, um, segregation, discrimination and racism and bigotry in action. Their economic plan that they want, the centralization, it's all same old, you know, page 94 out of Marx's Communist Manifesto. There's nothing new here. Everything that's been done is evil and has resulted in in misery and the, the redistribution of poverty and 200 million people dead. And if we actually taught history in our schools from K all the way up through, you know, or even just K through 12, we wouldn't be having them. This is why these segments are so important, because it's only because of the indoctrination going on in our schools that the Republican Party ignored and had no or had no because and had no idea of because they ignored it. This is why we're in the mess that we're in. Well, I got another really great one that's going to make your, your hair get on fire. Oh, oh Chog. All yeah. right. Give it to school district now teaches students that Thanksgiving is actually evil. They say that the Indians were never invited. And in fact, were attacked and killed many times to steal their land. That's been the focus. But it doesn't mention the Indians were invited and enjoyed meal with the pilgrims. That's they say that never happened. No, nor does it, it mention the reality of any any, you know, tribes uh that, you know, any genocide that was going on there, or any attacks going on by them. Um no, I mean, this is this is classic Marxism going on right here, rewriting history. You know, to, you know, completely falsifying what went down in, into young minds. And this is why the left wants to stop school choice and stop money, public money uh, and kids being able to take public money into 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 a school that doesn't teach this. Well, this teaching event now claims that the entire village was killed and wiped out in next to where the pilgrims were domiciled and that the pilgrims killed them. And they had the Thanksgiving dinner to celebrate the victory of having <gasps> killed nearby so now they're trying to rewrite that thanksgiving was about a celebration of murdering a bunch of native americans that's what they're trying to that's what they're teaching children yeah what age is this where was the school this was the la unified school district wow kindergarten to fit 12th grade (gasps) wow giving is an evil terrible function and should not be celebrated Wow, this is just, this is so, this, what's evil is what they're doing to the minds of children while they're being forced to wear a mask and sit outside and sit outside. Like I saw the other day, there's some school district in in New York, I think it was, where kids are outside sitting on buckets, six feet apart, having to eat a lunch. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) Nuts. In the rain. Yeah, in the rain. Mm -mm -mm. Then you got state superintendent of education, Tony Thurman who's a really a leftist, announces new efforts to expand gender-neutral bathrooms throughout the state's schools. He claims that some students have to sit all day without going to the bathroom since they're un- they feel unsafe going into the regular bathrooms in today's world, which is totally ridiculous. You know what? Uh, 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 e- e- I don't even know what to say here. You you wouldn't feel unsafe if you just went and used the bathroom that co- that that coordinates with your person parts. Yeah. Okay. 
it's just saying, well, they're fearful of going to the bathroom. Therefore, we've got to make them all, not just one in the school. Every bathroom has got to be uh, multisexual, period. That's just disgusting and disturbing and abusive of kids that are actually being raised, uh, you know, to not be, um, you know, psychologically, mentally, you know. Well, I shouldn't say that because as a kid, people know that, and I've been vocal about it, I've been public about it, that I was that kid who thought a mistake had been made. And um, which happens at times. And then, of, of course, as 95 percent of the time when you when you it was it was being called a tomboy in my day. Right. And, yeah. you know, my parents ignored it and I, I used the girls restroom. Problem solved. Problem solved. And no other yep. girl, no other girl had to have some boy come in and, and, and use her space because Ange thought, you know, she should have been, you know, born a boy. I mean, that's insane. It's so monumentally selfish, by the way. Part of the problem here is that we're feeding the narcissism and selfishness of some kid, right? No, we, we were supposed to be teaching kids that, that you know, that, that not everything is about you, right? Correct. And let's be honest, a lot of the sexual attacks that on is for boys going into the bathroom with the girls. And right. And forcing themselves on the girls. Right. And that's why in Loudoun County... They covered up the rape of a girl and then moved that kid to another school who then sexually assaulted somebody else. Yeah, in right? the girl's bathroom. In the girl, it, it, yeah, in the girl's bathroom. Okay, we're going to take a break. I'm going to okay. cool down over this Thanksgiving story that they're trying to, you know, say that Thanksgiving was a celebration of a slaughter, of Indian, which is just, I can't even think about that. That's busting my good Friday mood. But I'll get it back over the break, and then Bob will be back too. The Andrea K. Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Continuing our conversation with Bob Walters, our education contributor here on the Andrea K. Show with just, I mean, just when you think it couldn't get any worse, you think we're making progress. Then you find out the schools are teaching children as young as kindergarten that Thanksgiving was all about celebrating the slaughter of a bunch of Indians. Just insane. Um, but, Bob, let's keep it going. What else you got for us tonight? Okay. We got dozens of children, some as young as six, uh, flooded Michigan schools with false violence threats, which resulted in hundreds of classes being shut down for the day. This followed the killing that went on uh, November 30th at Oxford High School in Michigan, and scores were arrested and brought to Juvenile Hall. Almost 45 students, young people, were arrested, but the youngest was six years old, wow. making threatening phone calls into the schools. Wow. Where, where's, the, where's the direction of parents in all of this going on? Good question. Know. You know, as, you know we've, we've got, an, and I'd like to know the, the, the cultural makeup of these kids, by the way. I, wa- I want to know what they look like. I want to know what their parents are like. I, wa- I, I want to know the makeup of what's going on here. Because when you've got that level, and, and it, or maybe it doesn't even have anything to do with the parents, Bob, because is what we're talking about right now is how these schools have, you know, parents are sending their kids to schools um, thinking that, you know, which is the kids in these schools are spending more time with, with these teachers than they are with the parents, right? So yeah. the parents are, are basically handing their kids over to these babysitters who are really um, teaching them about manners and 
um, thought processes and how to and behavior. And when we're teaching them that uh, there's no consequences for their actions, kids can't be punished anymore. Um, they're being their hatred and division is being fostered with the CRT and white privilege stuff. You're going to have, and then on top of it, a culture that devalues life with abortion. Um, you know, you're going to have kids that are that are hate filled and, and mean and nasty, right? We don't ha- we don't have prayer in schools anymore. So some of it's cultural. You know, in Michigan, I'm wondering, I'm wondering, you know, some stuff I'm not allowed to say here in terms of uh, refugees, anti-Americanism and some some areas in this country like Dearbornistan. Um, but we, we got a bigger problem here than um, than um, uh, what happened on Thanksgiving. I'll dig a little deeper and have it for you next week. Oh, OK. Yep. I'm I'll get it. Yeah. Um There's- a, a series of federal aid packages intended to help students recover from the loss and mental anguish of the union-backed school closures last year. $415.3 billion was given to California this year. They got the money, but the students get, didn't get any of the help. Most went to pay for salary increases of 10 to 20% for teachers who haven't really been working for the last 18 months. Uh, Right. And and I can remember when you were first reporting last year in the middle of these lockdowns that upwards of, if not more than 30 percent of schools, uh, kids in, in California schools had not had any interaction whatsoever online with a teacher. And the teachers were getting all this money for not working. We had a caller in who said, I'm a teacher in San Diego County and it's unfair to categorize this off. Well, you know what? Um, it, this is what's really happening. Okay. We've got pay increases. We've got schools that were shut down as these, uh, these unions were demanding Black Lives Matter, um, universal income crap that didn't have anything to do with COVID. And we had, we had, hundreds of thousands if not millions of kids that weren't getting an education one one good teacher doesn't doesn't negate the problems that have gone on here 400 billion dollars that was supposed to come here and go to kids and it went it went into the pockets of teachers that didn't work well and 368 million was set to go be given to private schools but they didn't get a dime it all went into the public school system yeah and you know what a lot of private schools closed for good because of these shutdowns. And that was part of it. We never, and we even know now, the kids don't get it and they don't give it. They were used from the jump to, as a, as a way to, um, there were so many reasons for why they used kids in that capacity. It forced parents to have to, somebody to have to stay at home with the kid, which shut down jobs, shut down businesses. It just gave them so much power off the backs of these kids. And it shut down private schools and and removed competition from them. It's disturbing. And the kids are paying and continuing to pay. How about some good news? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. In San Francisco, parent anger focuses on school board recall. They're getting ready to do a recall Mm -hmm. in order to start the petitions. Too much time on social issues and too long in no person learning. It's now reached two years. They just now started having two or three days a year, uh, a week of school this past month. Otherwise, they've been closed, unlike most of the schools in California. Anyway, uh, in 2020, there have been 240 recall elections against school boards this year in the state of California. That's huge. Parents. Yeah. 240? Yep. Yep. That's awesome. That is amazing. That's good news. That's something to really celebrate. It actually is. Um, and then a Michigan high school teacher was suspended last week after he said he would shoot up the school 
This was Hopkins High School in Allegheny County, south of Grand Rapids. I guess that's good news of a type, but this shows crazy teachers that we've got in front of us. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. You got the attorney, uh, Arizona Attorney General, request federal probe of dis- dossiers on school parents in Scottsdale Unified School District that had protested the board uh, on some of their policies. The school board then started creating ugly dossiers on the history and background of all of these protesting parents so they could use it to threaten them and keep them from coming to the board meetings. Yeah, I mean, a smear file targeting them. I think the dossier even included private information from financial records, mortgages, divorce information, um, their their home addresses, information on their children. It was actually really chilling to think that they were amassing this information that they could use to target and punish. It's very reminiscent of the Red Guard and their struggle sessions in Mao's revolution. This is communism 101, these tactics. So, I mean, I, I, hopefully there will be a federal investigation. Instead, the feds right now are being, being uh, targeting parents with their own counterterrorism activities, with their own smear files. Um, so something needs to be done to, to, to stop this. Here at the Arizona attorney general is doing something, but yeah. not the federal. No. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Then you got uh, another point of good news. 597 highly distinguished science and math professors said California's new math program aimed to reduce the achievement gap by limiting advanced math classes will make it more difficult for students to do well in STEM classes in college and to do that type of engineering work when they get out of school. They're, all students, they're saying, quote, all students should have the opportunity to fulfill their potential, not only for their own benefit, but for the nation's economic uh, righteousness and completeness as well. And that's very true. Yes. In the name of not offending any kids who can't make it to the advanced math classes, they did away with the math classes for advanced students and make them all dumbed down classes. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they don't give grades for D well, and F. Right. I mean, that was, you know, we, we began the dummy down with uh, George W. Bush's No Child Left Behind. We, yeah. That was really du- the dummy down of other students, uh, the, the precursor of that. So anything else for us, my dear? Well, uh, I just want to, again, urge everyone to look up wethekids.us. It's a great, great source to get after-school training and help for your parent, your teacher, <laughs> to oppose your teachers and what they've been teaching your kids on history and America's background, but also the School Choice Initiative. We're going full bore, and I invite you all to get a hold of schoolchoice.org and volunteer to be a petition circulator. We need the help. We've got 50,000 signatures in the first three weeks, and we need wow. to do a lot more than that. So, how, many, how many total do, do we need? Well, you need a million good ones Wow! On, yeah. by the end of March. Wow, so, so we, we got to get on it because that's sure, just... we got to work, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. Well, be be sure to. Can you post uh, information on that to my Facebook page? I will do that. All right, yep. thank you, thank you, my dear, and you have a wonderful weekend. You too. All right, bye bye. All right, now stay tuned because we come up. We got here of the week and stink of the week, and I've got a nominee for stink coming from all the way around the world in Italy. I don't know if you heard about this one, Skins. You got your stink of the week and hero ready to go. You better come up with something, man. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter and Instagram at Andrea K Show, spelled K A Y E, and connect with her on ourfreenation.org. 
Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to the final segment of tonight's Andrea K. Show, finishing up this week. And, of course, during the break, I'm doing what I do, especially on Fridays. I'm looking at food, babies. Although Friday is my pizza uh, night. Always have That's pizza on Friday? I always have pizza on Fridays. And, of course, I'm sitting here starving. What's your favorite um, pizza? Um, uh, it just depends. I love uh, – they're not paying me to say this. So I probably shouldn't say. There's a pizza joint in Pacific Beach that has whole wheat crust and a spicy sauce that I love so much. Okay, Woodstock's. They're not paying me. I love Woodstock's pizza. Um, I like a spicy sauce. And I, I and, and I don't like double cheese, so no. So that's what I only like my, double cheese if the cheese is really good. Yeah, I'm more of a sauce person. So Woodstock's, I would say, in San Diego is my favorite. You Lucadia's fan? They're good, um, but I, I I'm a whole wheat person, so okay. I like a whole wheat crust. And so Woodstock's has that, and and theirs is is my favorite. So, and they also have a great Brother Tom salad. Why am I going on about people that ain't paying me? <laughs> To give nothing, y'all listening? Woodstock, send me, send me a uh, lumber. Uh, yeah, send me the. I think it's the lumberjack special. All right. So, um, speaking of pizza, this is my attempt to segue to Italy. Okay, get this. So, some I- Italian bishop proceeds um, to uh, to tell a bunch of children at a religious festival that Santa doesn't exist. Okay, I get that, you know, and and I've got some family members that never taught their kids about Santa. And as somebody that I have no memory of ever believing in Santa, because by the time, you know, I was probably three, my sister broke the news to me that there was no Santa. And I didn't really care. I didn't need the fantasy. All I cared about was what I was going to get under the tree. But parents should have the right, should they not, skins, to decide what their traditions are in their home. Oh, most certainly. And if you want to get to the bare bones of it, Santa was a historical figure. You go way back. And it's just kind of carrying on traditions and keeping that Christmas magic alive. That bishop was way out of line. Well, yeah, he 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 gave he he did discuss, I guess, in this religious event, uh, the meaning of Christmas and the story of Saint Nicholas, who I guess was a bishop who gave gifts to the poor and was persecuted by a Roman emperor. I don't know if any of that's true, um, but but the worst part of it is, that, you know, he went on to say not only that Santa didn't exist, but that his red costume was created by Coca Cola uh, for publicity. Okay, did, did, was the character of Santa not created long before the Coca-Cola company? Uh, to my recollection, way before. Yeah, like, I, I, this is just, this is so disturbing to me on so many levels. This is somebody that just is, is drunk on power and wants to seize control over people's homes and what they're doing in their traditions. No, you, you leave my traditions and my family alone. You can hold whatever beliefs you want to have. Hey, Jesus is still the reason of the season in, in my home, but we still have Christmas magic, too. Right. Um, the um, I guess somebody, um, the the diocese, diocesan or whatever communications director, Reverend Alessandro Paulino, um, went on to say that I expressed my sorrow for the declaration that was created disappointment. Um, his intentions were different. We quote, we certainly must not demolish the imagination of children, but draw good examples from it that are positive in life. So Santa Claus is an effective image to convey the importance of giving generosity, blah, 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 blah. But when this image loses its meaning, you see Santa Claus, aka consumerism, yada, 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 yada. So in, and so then in, a, in, a, in, in the apology, the apology goes 
on to say that this bishop was right to basically bust Santa Claus. What this is about is some church deciding with that they that they have the right to decide what some child is being told in their home. I'm going to look. I got I come from Louisiana. wasn't born there, but it's my home state. The only state divided by Catholic uh, parish. Um, but let me tell you what the Catholic Church is about today is communism. This is about this was an, a, an indoctrination move seeking to control what's being taught to these kids in their homes. Yeah, they want to control on every level. And I, I, it sounds silly, but Santa is no exception. Right. This this current pope is a communist. It's all about globalism. It's all about it, it, even it, it, it. And by the way, you're you, you're you're so into the truth about Christmas. Yet the pope came out the other day and said, oh, that stuff about premarital sex. And Don't worry sex, about that. that. Yeah, that's so minor. Really? Sorry, I, I shouldn't say anything. Look, look, I, I, I usually don't say anything. I stay at it because I got so many family members that are Catholic. But at some point, you got to go. Is this really what's in the Bible? Really? Um, it, it, and, and in fact, it's not. No, that's definitely um, my stink of the week. The more I've talked about it, well, it's just disturbing because it's just more. It's more, uh, you know, control over children's minds. Um, you got a hero? Yeah, you know what? Uh, uh, I mean. We already knew this about him, but just that it's making headlines too. You know, uh, Representative Biggs has been um, been in the headlines saying that the unborn have a right to life. He, he's spot on, and I commend him for standing up for that. Yeah, my stink of the week is Newsom with this California turning abortion. I literally, I, I I joked with the abortion tourism plan, but it that's not. I mean, literally to use taxpayer money and offer transportation, um, meals, lodging, gas in order to attract and incentivize incentivize women to come here and have their children paid for by taxpayers is evil it's gruesome it's disgusting it's um shocking and you know it just goes it's it's just it's evil in our time and it's disgusting to me my hero is this gal being called for here from san diego (laughs) they're calling her (laughs) mariah scary because she came to a school board meeting i think it was I wish we had the soundbite of this. I know. She called herself Bridget. She, it was a San Diego, oh, San Diego County Board of Supervisors. She came dressed as Santa on Tuesday. This made national news. It was in the Daily Mail. And she had the, the music to Mariah Carey's song, All I Want for Christmas. And she wrote lyrics. And I'm going to try it if I remember the tune well. I don't really do well with this. But <clears throat> um, I don't want a lot for Christmas. Just body autonomy. I don't care about the variants because of natural immunity. I just want my freedom now. The Constitution will show us how. Make my dreams come true. In the state of emergency and acknowledge early treatment too. That part she went off with in terms of the song. But isn't that clever? It's very clever. I love that. At one point, let me see if it's on tune as well. Ivermectin, not just horse pace, and hydroxychloroquine, vitamin C and vitamin D, and the nah, I'm way off off the the. <laughs> Uh, Valid attempt. Yeah, well, thank you. I won't wear a useless mask. I don't need to stay at home. And my kids should go to school. We don't need to be alone. All I want for Christmas. So, anyway, hat tip to you, Mariah Scary. I know the way I sang it was even scarier. Love you all. Thanks, Bob Walters. Thank you, Kevin, my cleanup guy. Thank you, Skins. See y'all Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.